episode nine. We're finally back in the booth. Back in the booth. We got back together. It's good to be back. How's uh, how's things going, Kig? Yeah, good. Uh, just in Sydney now. Got about seven, eight days before I take off to the next stops, LA, Indian Wells and Miami. So two pretty big events and I'm pretty excited to get back on the road, fellas. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you feel like almost after AO, it's been like a little bit of a break, like as such. Like you actually had like a little bit of like, what, three weeks? Three weeks now? Yeah, even more. Um, you know, usually oh, I that? do, you know, I guess take a week of partying after AO, but now it's just been completely different. I kind of just stayed in Sydney, obviously with cars and just training. And I've just been getting back to good routines, really. I've been probably the healthiest I've been in a while, um, mm. mentally, that's for sure. But yeah, no, it's dope. yeah I've been... I've seen you guys grinding it out as well. When do you guys play? Yeah, I'm going to play doubles next week. Um, I think midweek, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday yeah. starts. So. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Are you in yeah. Bendigo at the moment? No, we're in Hampton, mate. No, yeah. So no one's okay. in Canberra oh, holding okay. it down, but um, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, we need, we need someone to be the anchor down in Barra right now. I don't know who we can kind of give those duties to, I think. Well, well, I, I reckon possible change of headquarters, but I reckon um, chat about that. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go there for a couple of days before I head off. But yeah, yes, no one's in good. Canberra. Canberra, we're leaving Canberra behind. I'm, I'm, I'm moving know. to Sydney as when I get back as well. I'm no, actually no. already looking for apartments and stuff. Yeah, like on lock, like happening. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, it's, yeah I don't it's know. Kind of exciting. Yeah, I, know, I'm, I never thought I'd be. I never thought I'd be a Sydney Sydney guy, but yeah, things have just. That, Things change with that, though, no? Like, I never thought I was going to be in Brisbane, like, last year. And, like, fuck, lo and behold, like, sitting here just, like, offering my soul up to Brisbane. But I always <laughs> said I'd never go anywhere else in Melbourne, you know? But, fuck, been in Berwick, oh, too. You guys, you guys like Sydney, too. Sydney's you guys good. Like Sydney's Sydney. good, man. It's, it's not bad. It's a little bit of a vibe. Yeah, two, two and a half hours cafe. from Barrow, anyway, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's handy. Saucy cafes, too, then. Or cheeky, cheeky uh, food stops. Oh, Oh, ridiculous. The, the I'm sure you guys are getting the food around. scene here is, is pretty good. Yeah, boy, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> for sure, bro, for sure. Uh, um, let's, uh, let's kick it off rolls just to get into the um, the actual, you know, juice of the episode. Get rolls and yeah. break it down for us. Well, I can no better place to start, but Kiggs, what's it like to be a grandstand champion, bro? <laughs> um, I mean, look, right it never was... <laughs> It never, it never was, um, never was something that I, a doubles Grand Slam was never something that I was ever aiming for. Um, you know, I always thought I was getting, trying to focus on my singles sort of career and, you know, made a couple quarterfinals, never seemed to be able to get over the hump. But I mean, doubles Grand Slam, it's been, it's been pretty surreal. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's motivated me, I guess, a little bit to, to try and find that success on the singles court. But you know, it's something that, you know, all the coaches and everyone that's kind of doubting me, you know, fuck them. Like, just fuck them. Just, you know, just it's simply accurate. just like, you know, like no one can take that away from you. And I think, you know, I've kind of used it as a springboard just to realize that I can do it. And, you know, having another doubles grand slam, that's something that I, I would want now. You know, the success of the doubles court, it's good money too in, in the scheme of things. So, mm. yeah, it's pretty good. Finasi's still been partying. He was down here three <laughs> nights in a row and I gave I gave the miss every night. But, um. You yeah, I don't know. Though, yeah. I don't know how his health's going. I'm actually going to dinner with him tonight, so oh, I'll see yeah. if he's um like last time I saw him, his eye was like swollen and shit. I was like, bro, you got to get some sleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's Loney's there too, no? Yeah, Loney's here tonight, Everyone's so I'm seeing him tonight. We're going. To... <laughs> Dude, like the Nazi went overseas for a week, then came back. I was like, bro, what is your schedule right now? 
He's still on the hike in the, the title. Nah, it's good though. Yeah, good. I mean, that's yeah, what I was, like it's. That's what I was almost. It's fun. You can share it with someone else. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's yeah, the coolest thing about guys. Yeah, we well, I've played doubles with both of you. Like, we've both played, like we've had good level doubles wins, and and I think we, you know, you, to do it with one of your close friends. Like, if you and me, me and Frawls, or me and Babs, or you guys had a good result, mm. you can share it together and know that you know you did it tactically together and. You know, there's no nowhere to hide on the double score as well. Like we had to beat some good players. It's oh, like we got like a good draw. Obviously, the final. You know, um, on paper, I think we were still underdogs a little bit, but you know, I think we were just riding a wave the whole week, and the, the yeah. crowd was unbelievable. Um, yeah. yeah, but to, you know, it was just an experience. Honestly, it was a massive experience. No, it's good. It's good. Um, Touching on the crowd there, I reckon we go into that. I want to chat about what did you think about the crowd overall? This AO, and yeah. I guess more, I mean, maybe more on on that would be like the differences as it as you kind of advanced. I reckon would be good good like starting point because like in a different court. Yeah, like don't go all the way to like you know final. I reckon like the different courts like because you yeah. played on Showy Three, you John played Kane. on yeah. John Kane, and you played on yeah. what's the other one? Kia Kia yeah. Arena. Like I reckon all the crowds yeah. and then Rod, obviously they're so different. Yeah. Across the board, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, what I mean, reckon? Dude, the crowd the crowd from the get go, I think against Brody, even on John Kane was an absolute zoo. Like yeah. it was like a different feel to, different feel about it. There was I felt like obviously COVID played a massive part. Like they've Melbourneians been in lockdown for so long. I think just being out and about, being at a sporting event again, everyone was just so excited. And I think, you know, to say it was like created from me or from Thanasi or I don't think that was the case. I think obviously a little bit, I kinda, you know, fed them a little bit but from the get-go that crowd was nuts i mean babs mm. you were there live when i mm. played um brody and it's just like i think he just he, it was just odd like the crowd was yelling mm. see the whole time like it was just yeah. they're on edge yeah you so, gave a few I mean, yourself yeah like <laughs> it was just a shit show but i think yeah. the energy like, of this ao like you know we were speaking about when i was in jury we were speaking about the novak saga and how we thought that was going to mm. kind of leave a sour taste in people's mouth from the AO and how I actually mm. thought it was, it ruined the AO. I thought it was probably one of the most successful AO in a while, mm. you know, Dylan's no, last AO obviously didn't win it, but Barty winning the singles, me yeah, we'll and touch on that later. doubles. Like it was a really successful AO. I thought in the scheme of things. We had, we actually had like, and also Demon made like fourth, maybe I think Demon made yeah. fourth was a third. I yeah, Demon. Fact, get us third a fact or fourth, check on but that he had one, a good run. Yeah, good run. Won some rounds. I think uh, Vukic yep. won a round or two, maybe. Won a round. O'Connell. O'Connell had a good run, yeah. too. won two rounds. Um, so, we, I mean, yep. dude, good. good. Like, you love to see the boys, um, you know, get some wins. Obviously, we know a lot mm. of those guys, all three of us. And, uh, you know, you always want to see fellow Aussies kind of play at their best or at least show the world that, like, hey, like, you know, even though we're, you know, a small fish in a big pond almost, like, you know, we can kind of play at that level, too. Definitely, so always, definitely. So I think the depth, the, the depth in Australian tennis at the moment is is insane. I think mm. we've got so many good players now. It's good to see. Like, it's really good mm-hmm. to see. I think it's been a long time since we've actually had that, though. Like, oh, well, I don't cool. think we've ever had that. Like, this same strength now. You? It's right up there. Definitely right now. It's right up there. Yeah. Right, the depth okay. is definitely, definitely there. Yeah. I can back to the crowd quickly, Babs. Yeah. What's your opinion on it? I reckon, like, I mean, kids fed the crowd a bit in that first round, but I think, like, they were they were feeding for it, you know. Mm. They were, like, almost, like, on the edge of their seat for it. Like you said, yeah. like, us Victorians, I think Australians in general, because you're obviously going to have people from around Australia coming. And then, because yeah. I don't think we had any worldwide kind of visitors coming in for that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. 
you know, everyone was, you know, looking for a reason to kind of get behind, you know, yourself or any Aussie that's just showing, you know, kind yeah. of fight or grit. And I mean, like Brody said yeah. in, in the press conference interview, I mean, it was like, it was a circus. Like, and yeah. that, you know, obviously for you, um, you know, you play better in that atmosphere. It's no, no, um, it's no secret. Medvedev said the same yeah. thing when you play Medvedev. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, you fuel off it. And I think anyone that's a high energy player, like, fuels off that kind of energy and just, you're just searching yeah. for it. Mm. And then it, you guys are just feeding each other. It was just like, like, it's yeah. tip for tap. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you guys, you guys were there as well. Like, for that Medvedev match, I think the level was still really high in the sense of it was mm. incredible entertainment as well. I thought the crowd loved it. Um, you know, Medvedev obviously didn't really know what was going on, but the level was still insane. I think mm. you know, that's one of the highest level matches I've played at the AO, even though I lost. But I think the level was good. The atmosphere. Yeah, but the energy was insane, I thought. And yeah, like, definitely. Um, I think, you know, like when I'm almost having punch-ups with fucking Croatia's, Croatian trainers and stuff after the doubles match, it's just like, what did you expect the match to be like? Like it's mm. Kyrgios and Kokonakis in Australia after everything we've been through. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, it's, that's, I think that's where tennis needs to go. Obviously, it's always going to have that line of sort of, you can't really cross, but you got to have a couple of players that are willing to push the boundaries, just a, just a touch. I mean, I agree. it's not really a touch. Respectively, but, but know, yeah, yeah, like, you know, showing a bit of, you know, uh, box office, I think is probably the best exactly. word for it, I think. And I didn't do anything. I don't think I did anything disrespectful to Medvedev at all like towards him personally no like i was no. you know applauding his good points we're having some serious points out there mm. i was just trying to ride the wave and 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 make it an experience for him mm, definitely i but. think one of my, my favorite moments was almost like the tongue tongue shake <laughs> it gets better on Canberra Centre Court, though. Yeah, well, hey, you know, if you ever lucky enough to win the debatable. side of those arguments, take over that Centre Court. Yeah, I mean, Frawls diced me up one time in the indoors. Just absolutely pleb me 7-1. I made five first serves. Yeah, I reckon we almost bring that up. On Colin, and my career. Colin and my career, for sure. Talk us through no, that. No, I would, I would delete it. I, I don't want to see that fucking footage, bro. I got fucking snipped. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, we've, got, we've got a lot of uh, practices you know, that we could all probably recall between the three of us. Mm, definitely. All around the world. Um, Let's jump on to um, yeah. some of the finals. So huge for Ash Barty, massive for Australia. What were your uh, thoughts on the match? Oh, I mean, we, we all know about Ash Barty. Like, I think once she decided that she really wanted to win some slams, obviously had that year off in cricket and just came back and decided, you know, I don't want to make peanuts. I want to, you know, go out here and start winning Grand Slams. Like, I think she's going to win, like, I think she can win six or seven more Grand Slams easy, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah. How she's is she? so she's talented. She's like 25, right? I know. And it's like, but her talent level compared to any other, like, female player, I don't think is even comparable right now. Like, it's actually not comparable. No, no, um, no. Dude, she, how many games did she lose the entire tournament? I actually would probably go on like record to say maybe 13 for the whole tournament. Yeah, like 11 or 12 really? games. And I'm like, just like, it's... People are like, they don't even know how to win games against her at the moment. So what she's, I think, Aussies just love her. I think she's just, she's insane. I think, I mean... I think she represents insane, a like, lot of like what Australia kind of like looks for and, you know, or the typical tennis follower would look for in a player, yeah. right? You know, like doesn't really yep. say much plays within like herself or doesn't really push the boundaries yeah. and just 
so you know, and shows hot, I guess, effectively what like you know, obviously Australians love, you know, um yeah. and exciting to watch, like got the slice and volley, like I mean very so exciting good to watch. watch. Yeah, definitely. And that's and that's what I was trying to say with like the media when they were trying to tell me like I was not trying to take away anything from her game or what she does for the game or the TV rights or anything like that. Like the TV rating, sorry. Like she, all oh, I yeah. said was in the media was I think that me and Thanasi have created the kind of vibe where the TV ratings are up, but then they mm. kind of turned it on me saying that I was taking away for Ash Barty. I was like, you guys are idiots. Like I literally saw Ash after she won the Grand Slam before we actually walked out there and her father came up to me and stuff. And this is what people don't know. Like mm. her dad came up to me and said, this is an amazing moment. And I was like, bro, this is super special. You guys should soak it up. And he's like, you guys have created an amazing atmosphere out there. And I'm like, I know we all have. And I think what she's, she's really good for the game. And I think as for all said, the slice, she's entertaining to watch. She comes into the net. It's like mm -hmm. old school. It's like Federer-esque on the female side, I think. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's probably the best way you could probably put it. Like just when you yep. watch her, kind of like it comes to her so naturally and like gracefully. And it's she calm. looks a bit effortless. You know what I mean? She never looks yep. really too stressed with like the situation she's in. Yep. Um, We've seen that since she was at Dendy Park when she was 12, like yeah. playing teens in oh, yeah. Queensland, like just chiseling out there on the dirt. Yeah, yeah. She's insane. She's ridiculous. Um, like, she's played the same way the whole, like, her whole life. Right? Yeah. I know. It's crazy. <clears throat> it's good to see. It's, it's good crazy. to see. I think like yeah, well, that's cool. what I like when we all get together on the court because I honestly like, I feel like we're all 12, just playing the same for just yeah. like running around with like people looking for it. <laughs> but like, do you think how many slams do you reckon she'll win? Like, so if she had to put a number on it. How many or three now? I think she's got three, but how many okay, more do you so reckon she's going to get? I reckon she, if the next, if she's 25, I think she's maybe 24. She's a little bit younger than all of us. Mm -hmm. I reckon she's, if she's 24, yeah, she's she 20, could yeah. probably get 10 slams easy. Yeah, I think she's going to get six or seven more. Like, yeah. I think definitely. Double digits are well within our range for sure, I would think. Oh, here's something to be controversial though. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So like, now nah, this is good because I asked this question to, um, I don't know who I asked it to before. Um, she won the Grand Slam and she started coming off and I said, <laughs> how many of her team members do you reckon you could replace and she'd still win the Slam? <laughs> I said all Fine of question. them. <laughs> and you said you could replace all of them? Bro, I was like, I'd coach her. She'd win a fucking slam. <laughs> I, I think, like, yeah, definitely with her and in her, in her with her game in the women's tour. I think, you know, yeah, she'd probably be able to do a lot still, just based off her own ability. Like, bro, she lost thirteen games. Like, like I could have rocked up from. I could have rocked up from like a nice swim, just looking with like a beer in my hand, like rocking up to her matches. <laughs> but to be fair, though, like obviously, like she had you know some mental struggles going back, but that's definitely. why she quit in the first place and. I think yep. shows like great respect to her and her team. Like they were there with her through her lowest mm. moments. Mm, and that's together. so cool that she's still got them there now, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe she could replace 100%. them, but like, yeah. I agree. They, they obviously played a huge role in getting her to that 100%. level. So, yeah. and, and she trusts and she trusts them. I think that's mm -hmm. the main thing. When, when you have that trust within your team, I think that's when special things can happen. But I oh, touching on that. Like I had a conversation with a certain someone, I'm not going to say their name, but, he told me the reason as to why she kind of took that time off and the pressures and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, she was definitely seeing some dark times as well. But I'm just glad that she – it's a serious thing, like the expectations. And I guess that's why most athletes actually tend to not want to go down the path of pursuing it and turning it into a job because the pressures these days are just so high. Like, And it becomes – it, it's never been higher with social media and all that type of stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, we've touched yeah, we, on it on previous episodes, but yeah, we've touched on that. Like yeah, how, you know, how reachable just, we all are. 
Yeah, and like athletes just don't want to do it. And she didn't want to do it. She didn't want to play. And then she just looked like mm-hmm. there's, I think money, some of the realization of how much money and, you know, the success she could have getting yeah. it. You know, yeah. I think her just, like, for instance, people like, oh, Kiggs, why don't you take a time off and, you know, get your head right? And I, was, I don't think it's that's the case. It's like my game is not as, like, her game compared to the rest of the tours, like, not comparable. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I mean. She lost 13 games. So, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. What do you reckon, moving on a little bit from that, like, oh, obviously, Barty, um, mm-hmm. men's final. I mean, absolute slugfest. Frawls and I sat there, watched it together. Frawls said straight sets. Men were there, and I, I said... I thought it was going to be. I said, no. Nah. Like, Raph, as much as I didn't want Raph to win in the end, I was like, this is going far. And I called yeah. it, and even when he was looking like he was about to get broken to the third, I was like... 3-2, yeah, love 40. Bro, thoughts? Thoughts? We'll all put I mean, touch on this, but we'll give it to you first. Well, I, I like before the match, I got asked, obviously, who do you think is going to win, all this type of stuff. And I said, mm. I said, matchup wise, I think it's a horrible matchup for Rafa, like horrible. Like I said, the court's not playing the way Rafa wants it to play to win. Like, I think I just thought he wasn't getting enough. Yeah, he wasn't going to get enough free points on his serve. Medvedev was just going to make him play too much. Medvedev can still serve through the court. But um, yeah, when obviously when he was, when he won the first set and then he won the second, I was like, it's going to be very tough for Rafa to come back. And then I, I actually saw 3-2 Love 40 and I, tur- I turned it, like I just stopped live scoring a little yeah. bit. And then I turned it on like two and a half hours later. I'm just like, no, like my initial <laughs> thoughts were no fucking way this guy yeah. has somehow clawed. I was like, there's just no chance. I refreshed. I was like, it's got to be like, it's got to be fucked, like wrong. Yeah. And then he ended up winning and I was like, I'm never doubted. Like I've never doubted Rafa much in his career, but I think yeah. like the GOAT conversation now, like if he wins French, I mean, like, you, I think he's unquestionably the GOAT if he wins French. Oh, like, oh you'd swing that ooh. far. Oh, here we I go. Tw- 20, if, if, as of right now, like, if he gets to 22 and the others are on 20, I think he's got the, the GOAT, the GOAT well, crown. As at, of at, that, at that point, I think. I, I think agree. You're about I agree. To say at that point. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. At that point, I think, yeah, okay, but I still think Djokovic is, is going to yeah, come no, back. Novak I was going to say, if yeah. Novak doesn't play because of the vaccine, mm. um, and he sits out like the whole calendar year. Let's just hypothetically yeah. put it there, right? Yeah. yeah. And Nadal yeah. wins two out of the four, and yeah. Medvedev wins two, right? Mm. Nadal, like, yeah. Do, does does that like matter at all that Djokovic didn't play? No, no, because I like, think you've got to take into consideration. Because I don't well, think no, because... Nadal wins Aussie if Djokovic played. Yeah, I agree. I don't with think. That. I don't I think. I don't think he does either. But at the same time. Injuries are part of the game. Like injuries are part of the game. Vaccines are, are now part of the I game. Guess. Like yeah, it's not. Jock, Nadal can only play who's in front of him at the time. And I think, yeah. I think yeah. Medvedev is probably the best player in the world at the moment. Like even though Nadal won that match, I think Medvedev like so kind consistent of scale. He's just so consistent. Yeah. Um, but I think if dude, if Nadal wins twenty two, I think it's un, he's unquestioned. I think he's got the crown. Like and if that's um, chapter's ending, then I don't know. But we'll see. I don't think Roger. I I'm sorry to say, back. but my he's boy, he's coming back for no. Wimby. He's coming back. Never counting oh. out. Never counting yeah. out. Okay, I agree. Let's go. No, 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 no. On the grass, I'm, anything's I'm, possible. No, no. He could no, have won the last no. one. I'm telling you, he's fucked it up against Herbert. No, he's Rogers. I mean, quote this: Rogers done for me in the goat talks, boys. Ooh. He's done. Oh, he's done. really? You didn't say. Yeah, he's got to lose. He's got to. I know he's got to lose. I thought about. It. He's got a losing record against both of them. Like. He's really bad older. records. I know, but like, yeah, it's I don't tough know, one. man. It's like, tough. it's so tough. I mean, he's gonna get left behind. Yeah, anyway. 
Yeah, he still hasn't gone over yet. It's not over. <laughs> I'm Do not, you think I'm Roger? Not hope. But how how is Roger going to be? I don't even think Roger beats some I of the other guys on grass now, health wise. For me, Novak's going to go down. But we'll back see. It'd be interesting to see what happens. If he gets back to line, I expect him to win like mm-hmm. a lot of lot more slams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, from there, I mean, talk a little bit about the, you know, the Oz Open, the, uh, you know, the ending of it, like super roller coaster. You got there, you got that done. Um, but then, you, you know, you kind of went into something that you hadn't like really ventured into. You did like a little NFT thing with Oz Open, right? So like talk a little bit about that. Like what was that like? Obviously moving forward with technology um, being kind of upon us like that. Yeah, I mean, you guys know I'm not, I don't know too much about all these mm. NFTs and all this type mm. of stuff, but it was actually Oz Open's idea. They kind of, they had some footage and captured moments from a couple of players during the, the AO and then they actually approached me and said if I was interested with it. So obviously I think the way moving they did. They did with a couple other players. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I don't know who those players are, though. But right. um, like you know, I just said with the way things are going, everything's done online. You know, all this cryptocurrency, all this type of stuff. I mean, look, it was just something that I dove into. They said it was going to be a good sort of thing for me. So look, I mean, to have your own NFTs are pretty cool. Um, I, don't, I actually don't even know too much about it to be honest, boys. You guys will probably yeah. know with what you're doing, and and you yeah. guys know a bit more about that. But well, you I know, mean, from- to say that I. Yeah. You go, you go, you go, you go. No, you go, 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 go. I was just going to say, yeah, like, you know, from our experience, like, you know, doing the adventure room kind of NFT. Um, I think, yep. like, moving forward, though, with NFTs, though, like, the main feature with it is, like, people just think that, like, you know, when something new comes on the block, I think, like, collectively as a society, we kind of just, like, shrug it off and say, like, it's not going to be around. But I think, like, Gary V says a heap. Mm-hmm. Like, that happened with when the creation of the internet happened, you know? So it's like whenever yep. you something something comes and, and is created that we just all like shoot it down. So the real like yep. mastery behind NFTs is like the utility, like what you actually get in the real world for like what you bought, not just like a picture. Yeah. But I think that like, yep. more information will come from that. Well, I, I think know. I think we're playing more episodes around that. So yeah, yeah, like, it's definitely something to look out for. Yeah, shout out Gary. Gary's gonna come on and like teach us a few things, huh? Surely, let's let's go, <laughs> baby. Change your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. No, it's going to be good. Yeah, looking at the next eps, Kigs, what are you thinking? Like, you know, probably a little bit of a change well, of headquarters. Is it is it Hampton or is it Sydney, mate? Like, where's the new headquarters? Is it yeah, Hampton Bakery? Because yeah. right so. now I'm voting Hampton Bakery. Hampton Bakery is an insane, insane cafe. I must, I I must shout out to that place. Contact Hampton Bakery for a little episode, you know, <laughs> a little sneaky, cheeky. Over in Look, Lifeboat. I don't know, guys. I mean, you guys know my situation at the moment. Um, someone's kind of taken over my life at the moment but in a good way so yeah. i don't know you guys will have to be planning a couple trips down to sydney as well but you know when i'm abroad this setup's this setup's awesome i'm happy to travel with my laptop or cos's laptop my mic and my mm-hmm. my headphones you know and just catch you guys around the world and we can speak to hopefully we can have different guests on i think that's a vision yeah. that we we all have we want to get athletes and anyone that really they can Give, our, give their two cents and their, their experiences and, and hopefully can help some other people listening to our podcast. Yeah, just it's just it's just good to be back and just back chatting and because I feel like we're three relatable guys that are on three different kind of journeys with a lot of different experiences, but at the same time we you know we just we're just chatting the shit and like, <laughs> we're just, we're just shit, fucking man. gangsters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Speak, speak I'm just like 
Blickies, bro. Blickies. <laughs> Blickies. What's that? You know, I need to ask the boys. We need to get Bawali on here to ask him that one. I'm <laughs> so Bawali today. So Bawali today. How's he shooting them, though, real talk? Well, he's actually been having some struggles lately with the team. So I don't know with his situation, I think, because they just signed Ian Clark. You know Ian Clark played for the Golden State Dude, Warriors. no way. Um, yes. Bro, he plays the two. Yeah, and then so Jalen Adams has been going off. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're I don't know. So I don't know at the moment. So I don't know. We'll Dude. see. I mean, I saw Wait. him today. He's obviously his Jalen. You know Jalen Adams, the guy, the yeah. guard that we yeah. liked when plays we watched one. him play. He, I think he, yeah, he's trying to push to get back to the NBA. So he's seen a lot of minutes and stuff. So I don't know. But while his opportunity is coming, but I don't think it's here anytime soon at the moment. Yeah, it might not be with the Kings, hey? Like, jeez. Uh, exactly. Like, I remember we were talking about that when we we're going to the games, and we're like, "Dude, he needs to see more minutes." Respectfully, 100%. you know, if I was the coach, I'd be playing him. But you know, we we only see what we see, I guess. So you know, we're not in those yeah. internal discussions and that kind of stuff. But we want to yeah. see our boy Bawali ball out because you know, we I'm know right. he's a sharpshooter, mate. <laughs> I'll fucking shut him down, bro. He's small. Oh, I mean, wait, yeah. I'm just we, like... we, we, I can't shut him down like that, but I'd still get my shot off. A little step back in. <laughs> oh god, I do. I right, can we get in some fans yeah. questions before we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah yep. let's do that. Um, okay. Kids, you got any there? There's one here. What do you reckon here? Who's the better doubles partner? Curious cock or curious sock? Better combination. What do you reckon? <laughs> what a load, bro. That's tough. I think, look, if I think if I had to put my life on it, I would probably I'll make it easy for you. Depends where you're playing. Yeah, I was gonna say Depends that. where you're playing. Surface. I'll make it easy for you. Guys, you. that's a big win. Yeah, but I think. Uh, but guys, I think like, I think I'm um, uh, Stockup is the best doubles player in the world, and I still think yeah, I he probably that. is. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I so if I had to play for if I had to play for one match for my life, I think I'd take sock. Mm. But then like. The current vibe, like cock. I don't know. I don't know. The current vibe, like I'd ride with the, I'd ride with cock. But yeah, if it was yeah. like wait, aliens had the death beam. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking I'd be like, <laughs> I would take Jack suck, baby. Um uh, good question. Yeah, probably shout suck. out Braden. Shout yeah, out Braden with that question. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, okay, who what do we got here? Um I guess. What's the best quote you've ever heard? I don't know. Have we done that? Like you guys, you guys had a best, the best oh, quote that you no, guys. I haven't sent it to Kigs though yet, but I feel like I'm, I'm going to send it. Good. You. It's, oh no, I did show you ages ago. Remember the Isaiah Thomas one? Was oh like yeah, 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 yeah. You just got to roll with the punches. Yes, yes, yes. It's ridiculous. Like, and like, enjoy like, it when you're at the top, type thing. Like, enjoy. I reckon it we should post that on the No Boundaries Insta tonight. Do it. That'll be such a heavy clip. Shout out. Who asked that question, Kigs? Um, that was oh shit, sorry. Ah, uh, that was Jacob Semo underscore. Let's go Semo, that's heavy. I've got Jacob. a good question here from Jordan Barrett. Um, boys love the pod. Uh, you guys get me through some tough work days. Shout out Jordan right there. Uh, just had a cook up with the fellas that love the NBA. What do you think about Harden and Simmons and the trade? Um, what do you think is going to kind of happen with that one? I mean, I like it. I like it from both sides. I think Harden wasn't really, you know, I think someone like Harden needs kind of his own team and he's he's the guard I think and so he, him and Embiid are going to tandem well together I think I think having Kyrie Durant and Harden was a bit too ball dominant too I congested. think Simmons just needed to yeah I think Simmons just needed to get the hell out of Philly like no matter which team kind of mm-hmm. took him but 
the fact that he went to Brooklyn's insane because I think Kyrie can just play the two now. Simmons can kind of just run and gun and just do everything. And I think Durant will appreciate the effort. I agree. I think I think both sides. I think I think both sides won the trade, but they gave up a lot. Seth Curry and Drummond too are, are good and two pieces. Picks, dude. Um, and then also, I think one good um, notable note on it is Harden's never played with a big that dominant before. He played with Dwight, but Dwight's been not really the same for the last ten years, kind of like you know eight yep. years. So yeah, Sergi Barker though in 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 um yeah, Joel Embiid okay, yeah. oh, I know. Oh, I gotta fuck with Serge. <laughs> cheeky elbow jumper, cheeky cheeky, very. Um, I got. Um, you like my opinion on that one? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, we didn't even go straight. <laughs> it was a really good one. No what clue, is it? Bro. No, no clue. No, you just kind of walked out of the camera. On the <laughs> no. Um, um, what are your guys' thoughts on Medvedev's run in the Oz Open and him possibly being new world number one since? It, uh, what? Guy said possibly the new world number one since Andy Murray. I don't know about the last part there, but do you? Um, no, but like outside of the top three, I think it is no. That's what, what he's mean trying to mean. World number one. Okay. Well, if it means like that. outside of Rafa, yeah, sure. Roger, oh, and yeah, okay. um, yeah. What do you reckon about maybe they've kind of chasing that world number one um, spot? You reckon just it? You know, it's just could. I mean, yeah, I think so. Think I mean, world number one player. Yeah, I think I think we all kind of view this similar. Like we know kind of which guys are, you know, number one, number two, number three worthy. Like obviously, someone like Schwartzman in my opinion, hell of a player, top 10, like that stuff. But, you know, he could play all year round, have great results, be world number three, number two. But I'd never see him as like the biggest threat in the world type thing or the top three threats in the world. Do you know what I mean? But with Medvedev, I kind of see that as in like, yes, I do see the weapons at his disposal. I see his competitiveness, the villain type thing. Like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I do think outside of those top three, Medvedev is the best player. And if not the best in the world right now, like, but... Obviously, Novak, I still I think, still holds that throne. And, and Rafa. Um, but mm. in my feds, I don't know about feds. Uh, Medvedev's close, though. Medvedev's close, I think, on ranking to actually take yeah. passing. But, um, yeah, there was something about the event if he won. Yeah, if he Dubai, wins. Was it Dubai? Yeah. But I think, like, it's pretty cool with Medvedev. Like, he's kind of changed the game a little bit. Like, you know, yeah. the way he's returning so deep in the court. Like, you don't really see that mm. much. And, like, he's hitting it so Definitely. flat. Again, it's so deep. Like, mm. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting style, especially for his body shape, like how he plays. It's so I, I love watching. I've got some ridiculous questions here, bro. Ridiculous. <laughs> I agree, though, no, Paul. Okay. Do you want to ask this one? Yeah. Oh, bro, we'll I'm, cut it I'm, after Tori. Okay, but I'm not answering since right. I'm I'm not I'm not single at the moment. Uh, rather rather date a ten out of ten that's a bit shady, or a six out of ten that gives you no stress. <laughs> A 10 out of 10, that's a bit shady. Like, you, you can't trust her. <laughs> you guys you answer. I, I'm, I'm going to take so. a six. You've got to go to the six. You've got to go to the six. You want to trust her. Froles, did you just say 10 out of 10? No, I said the six. <laughs> oh, you want to know, know, know who asked that? Matt Vazella. Uh, of course oh my he God. did. Of course he did. Um, I've got a good one here. I feel like this is a good Why, one. What happens? Right? What happens? Over, what happens if you got a bit of both, though? <laughs> 10 out of 10 that I can trust, baby. True. Yeah, it's a good play. It's a good play. We only saw a hand though, but that's, that's a heavy move, right? Um, it's a ten out of ten hand. Though. What? A- <laughs> okay. I got, wait, I got a real good one, kid. Real good one. Um, okay. okay. I think good clip of Mona here too. Um, why did we? Why did we create this podcast? So shout out Billy, real quick. 
Uh, what uh, and what do you want people listening to get out of it? So, like, I feel like you know, we'll give it to you, and then I'll, I'll chime in, and of course, can it also maybe a bit on that. Um, I guess, I guess, my biggest thing about it is the fact that I think people on the outside have this general idea of what I, they think I'm like, and what I think I've what, what I've been through, and kind of who I am type thing. And then you have two guys that you guys know me back to front, and. I think you guys, like, no matter what I achieve or where I go, you always see me like the under 10, under 12s type thing. And I think it's good, like, athletes around the world kind of have that as well. But I think I think there was a – I think we're just different from every podcast that I've kind of listened to in the sense, especially throughout Australia. Like, we've, we're so well-traveled around the world. Like, we have been to an incredible amount of countries, seen basically every culture under the sun, um, seen both sides, extreme poverty – you know, where we've been to those Asian countries where just over the fence is like a castle, then to the other side, it's just, you know, kids coming up to us begging for money. So I think like our experiences together as a group as well um, is pretty special. And I think people don't know that. And also like we've all been through some dark times. And I think I actually spoke about this today, like mental health for males at the moment is such a big part of like, I think struggle for, for, for males to come out and say, look, I am struggling mentally. I think it's Definitely. a sign of them being weak or, you know, not hard, you know, like I, I see guys these days that I know deep down are hurting inside, but trying to put on this facade that they're all good. Yeah. Um, and I think when they, when we open up about it, I think they kind of like, wow, you know, these, you know, one of them's got quite a high profile and these two seem super confident from, from where they once were, like maybe I can overcome it. And I think yeah. it's just, we've got a lot of knowledge. I think we're well, like I'm 26. You guys are basically the same age as me, but I feel like our souls are like 50 to 60. Like how much we've yeah. seen. We've seen lifetimes in, <laughs> That's in the space pretty of like old, one or two years. Do you know? Yeah. No, I'm serious. Yeah. But like we've seen how much like you think about it, like 95% of the world, they work every day to go traveling for a couple months in their entire life. And that's what they kind of like remember. But we, we did travel every week, every month yeah. away from home. And I think that we've seen lifetimes in, in, the, in five to 10 years. It's pretty crazy. I agree. I agree. Definitely. Um, for me, I think, you know, to answer Billy's kind of question, I think you touched on a little bit, um, you know, to kind of bring in the, the ability to kind of showcase that it, everyone kind of goes through a lot of like ups and downs. So like, you know, you kind of mm. touched on that and then, you know, giving them the platform that we create to be like, all right, like on a search out, like how other people kind of like deal with, you know, they're, they're mental demons or, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be a good tennis player, but like I struggle with the mental side and we've got, you know, three yeah. different mental views, obviously, um, you know, with how we live life, but also as athletes, you know, mm-hmm. and I just offer like some form of support or, you know, help or knowledge-based yeah. platform, I guess, is, is what I hope to kind of achieve with the pod and yeah. why I, I was always so like, man, I always want to get into a podcast because I feel like I already talk about these things. We, we already talk about these things together, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So much. Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. I think like, and definitely that's our friendship. Like, we have a lot of interesting chats, yeah. and I think it's cool. Yeah. As Kig said, we're relatable guys. So, yeah, this is a good one here. I feel like this is pretty pretty mad one. Obviously, with the All Star game kind of just going past, and then Kobe being honoured and whatnot. We, you know, you and I absolutely love Kobe. Um, you know, what impact did Kobe Bryant having you have on you as a player, also just as a person? Um, you know, what could you kind of give just quickly on that one? That one um, specifically from Ruben towards you, Nick? Um, I guess I think, you know, as as a human and as an athlete that had has a lot going on, I took I think I took Kobe at times for granted. Mm. You know, I didn't 
it was obviously very unfortunate what happened. You couldn't even make that make that stuff up. Even if you tried to someone pass away from a helicopter accident like that is just, you know, it's just something that just sounds so not like just not real at all. So yeah. I guess I kind of, I wish I had taken what he was about and the way he acted and the way he trained and his obsession and just the way he always tried to be better as not only as an athlete, but as a person, as a father, like, and I, I watched his teammates like Shaq and these guys speak about him. And then that's not until then I really realized what he kind of, you know, always had a little bit of an idea, but then you really take notice have how special he was as an athlete and his interest towards other sports, like came to the U S open with a sheet of paper of, of who he wanted to watch. Like you could tell yeah. that this guy was passionate. And I think like, I think as an athlete, when I go on court and obviously I've got the tattoo on my arm of him because basketball is basically our life babs. Well, at yeah, one stage it was everything. Yeah. Um, I guess for that moment in time, you just try and emulate what he was like, like on the court, like that mentality to just be great. And, you know, I could never, ever as an athlete be anywhere near what he's achieved or anything like that. But Not I feel like can, for that moment, if I, exactly. But if we're wearing his jersey or, or looking down, like you can try and emulate that, that spirit or that fight for that moment in time. Because, you know, Definitely. when I played Rafa that day when I had the jersey on, that's what I was thinking about. I was trying to channel that that energy and how would he go about it. And I lost, but I left it absolutely all out there. And Definitely. I think his, his energy will live on forever, I think, in my opinion. Definitely. He's one of the athletes that won't ever be forgotten. For sure. For sure. I don't think you really could have said that much better, to be honest. I don't think either of us could have really added much more onto that. Um, good question, though. Heavy question. Very good question. Um, we definitely miss Kobe. Hey. Um, but I feel like that's a heap of fan questions, honestly. It's good to kind of get nah. an episode back in the bank. Unbelievable, that. Unbelievable, that. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, feels good to, you know, I don't know, something, something about getting like, you know, how, oh, like just looking at you, like hold the mic a little bit, then me and Paul's doing these. Like, <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah, it's good. It's a, fucking, it's, it's a fucking vibe, bro. I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but definitely uh, good to be linking up on the episode again. Apologies to everyone. We've just all been doing our own thing, you know, across mm -hmm. the board, kind of, you know, um, getting our schedule back to, to normal. And, you know, obviously we'll just keep these episodes flying out. Uh, and as usual, I mean, if you guys haven't hit the five star for the best podcast in the world, I mean, you guys know what to do. Um, if you haven't subbed on YouTube, get on the subs. And then you know, obviously follow us on the gram, all that kind of good stuff. Socials will be out there. And, We'll keep pumping out the apps. What do you reckon, boys? Done. Let's do it. Let's do it. Easy. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right, guys.